Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. Grateful that you're sharing this time with me and this space with me. There's a lot going on in the world all around the globe. And I'm really grateful to have this space to share some insights and some guidance to bring feelings of hope, peace, and even shifting from confusion into clarity, helping you find meaning during this chaotic time. And that's today's topic is really all about finding clarity of heart in the storm of uncertainty. And I know there's a lot of people that are feeling the impact of uncertainty, the fear of the unknown, and there's so much up in the air and it's changing moment to moment. And we really need to find kind of a foundation of a a spiritual practice or a foundation of some tools that can help us moment to moment. And that's really what I'm all about teaching in this radio show each week is giving you as many tools as possible and empowering you to really face life and all of the challenges that that you're facing in every moment with a more of a foundation in love, but also more of a foundation in faith and deep trust. So today I want to talk about clarity of heart and what is the difference between clarity of heart and clarity of mind and looking at how fear is really driving a lot of people's behavior right now and when we can approach this whole global challenge from a different perspective we can actually find meaning in the mess we can find clarity as we weather that storm of uncertainty And we can actually walk with deep trust and blind faith, knowing that these extraordinary circumstances are actually a form of spiritual direction. So that's where we're heading today. And I want you to, I'm going to invite you again, once again, to open your heart, open your mind, to try on another perspective. So if you come into this radio show or any of the episodes or any resource for that matter, with a made-up mind and you think you already know what you know, then that mind is closed. Your mind is closed. So my invitation is for you to shift into the space of, I know nothing about anything, even if it's just for this moment, or I'm curious, I'm open. Then you can actually create a space in the mind to try on another perspective. And even if it's just a little space where we can plant a seed of an idea or another perspective, then that, can, that seed can grow on its own. So some of the things I share in this episode and all episodes are going to resonate with you and other things are not. Take what resonates, leave the rest, 
and trust that if it's meant to come back in somehow, it will one way or another, whether it's through me or another teacher or another resource. I want to start with the idea of the unknown and uncertainty. When we look at what's going on in the world, we really have, on a human level, we have no idea what's going to happen. We can speculate, we can predict, we can have an idea, we can come up with a sense or maybe some predictions or guesses. But really on a human level, we have no idea what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. And at this point, we don't know what's going to happen moment to moment. And living at that level of uncertainty feels like we're, for a lot of people, like we're living out of control. We don't have control. The thing with control is it's very much an illusion. We've never had control. We will never have control. Really what it comes down to is a choice between control and trust. And the two can't live in the same space at the same time. If we are trying to control that which is uncontrollable, we will spiral out of control. We will feel out of control. And anything we grasp onto or hold onto in attempt to control is actually an illusion and can't be held for very long. So the illusion of control is very much being kind of put out in many different ways in the world right now. What we do have is a choice to move from control to trust. Instead of trying to control that which is uncontrollable, we shift into trust. Now that's a process for a lot of people. It's not an easy process. It's not an easy path. It's not an easy transition, but it's a necessary one right now. Because if we're spiraling out of control or grasping desperately to hold on to control, then we will be dragged. We will suffer and there will be a lot more pain and a lot more fear. So my invitation for you today is to be open to letting go of control or the illusion of control or the idea of control and shift into trust. And questions that might help you in that is, how can I trust in this moment? And trust, we can even go deeper into trust for a moment. Trust in the way of trusting another or even trusting yourself as one thing. But what I'm talking about is really trusting the bigger plan. Trusting that the divine has a plan here and that there's a grand plan being orchestrated on behalf of all of us and Mother Earth. So it's a plan that's actually serving all. And from the surface level, from a human perspective, it looks messy, it looks ugly, it looks scary, it looks like everything's spiraling out of control, it looks like everything's falling apart, it looks like it's just going in a direction that most of us on a human scale wouldn't want to see go. 
But what I know in my heart and what I've learned to trust is that everything that's on our path is purposeful. Everything that is on our path is purposeful. No matter how messy and ugly it looks, no matter how beautiful and brilliant it is. If it's on our path, it's purposeful. It's for our deepest healing and our greatest awakening. Always. Always. And I also know that it serves everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. Now, with everything that's been happening, we can easily look at it and judge. From a human level, it's easy to judge. From a spiritual level, from that perspective of a divine orchestration, what's happening is a big, massive, global course correction. And this course correction may appear extreme at the level of our humanness. But the challenging thing is, because so many people are resisting change, are resisting doing what's necessary to really serve all of humanity and our planet, because there's a great deal of people in resistance to that, or opposing that, or ignoring that, the wake-up call needs to be extreme. So that's one aspect, and that's one perspective. I'm just going to plant that seed and see where it grows for you. I want to shift into the understanding of the mind and the heart. So I teach heart-led living. Life by Divine is all about letting the divinity lead our lives, and that divinity is part of each one of us. We are an extension of the one divine energy, the one divine source. And you can call it God or spirit, the universe, whatever feels good for you. When we understand that our heart is a bridge directly linking us to our divine source, and all of the knowing and certainty that comes through the heart is actually in service to everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once, then we understand at the level of the mind, that if we lead with our heart, that we're serving all of humanity without the filters, without the judgments, without the beliefs, and without the fear that is programmed in our mind. If we lead with our mind, if we lead with our head, then everything is filtered through our beliefs, our thoughts, our judgments, our programming. So the invitation is to shift from head to heart, to lead with the heart so that we can make decisions, so that we can be in our lives moment to moment animated by the divine, animated by love, which is our true source, our essence. So how do we shift from head to heart? Because right now there's a, no, a lot of knowledge being thrown around. There's a lot of knowledge that actually can 
steer your mind in any direction. You could read something that would be like, okay, the coronavirus is the real deal. We need to pay attention to this. We need to make some serious changes. We need to do, you know, the self-isolation, the physical distancing, all of that stuff. And then there's other people that can produce knowledge or information that says completely opposite. So what do we believe? What do we choose? Knowledge can be influenced in so many different ways. It can be influenced by science. It can be influenced by information. It can be influenced by opinions. It can be influenced by beliefs, programming, ideas. But knowing doesn't have those filters, doesn't have that influence. There's a, a big difference between knowledge and knowing. Knowledge is at the level of the mind. Knowing is at the level of the heart and beyond. And it's that knowing, it's like a divine knowing. We just know. And we can make up a story in our minds of why we know, or why we think we know, or why we believe we know. But it's a knowing that goes beyond logic and reason. It's a knowing that goes beyond the thinking mind. It goes beyond limitations of the mind, the programming in the mind. This knowing is where we can develop certainty, a clarity. So there's clarity in the heart or knowing of the heart. And when we have that clarity of the heart, and our mind is in sync, our mind is in agreement. then we will be in alignment. And that knowing in the heart will be in alignment with the clarity in the mind, the certainty in the mind. When the clarity of the heart feeds the clarity of the mind, you're in sync. We'll experience resistance which can show up as uncertainty, doubt, confusion. We can kind of go back and forth like a yo-yo, what to believe, what not to believe, fear, uncertainty, all those kinds of things can be fed by that gap between our heart and our minds. When you're in alignment with the knowing in your heart, there is no doubt, there is no fear. There is no uncertainty. All of that does not exist. It doesn't exist at the level of the heart. It can only exist at the level of the mind. But if your mind and heart are in sync, there's no conflict. There's just a deep knowing, which can lead to a deep trust, which will allow you to have an experience of deep peace no matter what the circumstances are on the outside. And it will lead you to taking the steps that are in front of you with blind faith. For me, faith stands for finding answers in the heart. When we can tap into that clarity and that knowing at the level of the heart, 
We can make decisions. We can follow through on our choices. And we won't experience resistance. Fear won't be present. It doesn't exist when we're in alignment. When you're in alignment with the divine, when you're in alignment with your heart, when you're in alignment with God, with spirit, your mind is in sync with your heart. There is no conflict. There's no confusion. There's no uncertainty. There's no fear. There's simply a deep knowing. And every time I sink into that space and I'm in alignment with that knowing, I know that it's all playing out for the highest good of all. And it looks messy and it looks ugly from a surface level, but there's a bigger picture playing out here. And sometimes it requires extraordinary circumstances to wake people up, to break the cycle of habit, to shift them from what they think they know. Because right now there's a lot of people walking around that think they know what they know. But the truth is they think they know, but they don't know. They have knowledge, not knowing. Knowing in the heart is very different than knowledge in the mind. So as we begin to explore what we need in order to shift and bring our heart in alignment, the biggest thing is to take some time to pause. Now, it's like the earth has kind of pressed pause on humanity. And we are all being asked and kind of forced to stop. And we can either stop and feel and be present to what is, to heal the layers that are washing up for us individually, but also be aware of the layers that are washing up for all of us collectively. But that's gonna require you stopping and not distracting yourself. So right now, some of those big major distractions have been removed. So if you're being asked to stay home, which all of us are all around the globe, more or less to self-isolate, to create the physical distancing. I don't call it social distancing because we can stay socially connected, but physically distant in our space separating our human bodies by a certain degree. We can still feel connected. But when you are forced to stop, to stay home, and we don't have a choice to just go for a drive, go to the store and shop, go get some food, all these kinds of things that we're used to, take a trip, whatever we are used to having access to, having a choice around. When all of those choices have been removed, we're just sitting here on our own. And that can be the most uncomfortable thing for most people. I remember when I used to teach kickboxing, I used to teach fitness classes and kickboxing. I was doing one-on-one, -on -one, but also group classes. 
And I was on the go all the time. I was working 10, 12 hour days, six, seven days a week. And I went from teaching kickboxing to a power yoga class. I remember my first power yoga class, we sat in one of posture for, you know, a minute or so. And I was like, oh my God, get moving. Like, what are we doing? Why are we stopping? Why are we? I just couldn't stop. I didn't know how to stop. And then I remember being in meditation one time and, and so going to a power yoga class, but they made me sit for five minutes still. And it was the most painful thing. Not just physically painful because me stopping, I actually got in touch with like all the physical pain I was feeling. I was, because I was moving so much, I didn't actually pay attention to it. So I was suddenly aware of all the physical pain that my body was trying to, you know, get my attention for a long time already. And I was also very aware of all the emotional pain that I hadn't faced that was rising up to heal that I was ignoring or swallowing down or trying to numb out trying to keep busy and avoid. I was very aware of that. And then my mind was just crazy busy. It was a storm of craziness. So stopping for me was very painful in the beginning. And it became easier. So for a lot of people, I can really, I have empathy because I know how challenging it is to stop. And I know how, how tempting it is to numb it out or soothe or reach for something that will give you that temporary feeling of relief. But it's not relief that we need. It's not soothing that we need. We need to feel to the depth that we're capable of feeling. Everything that we need to heal right now is rising up to the surface. Anger, resentment, fear, grief, sadness, loss, all of those things that we've avoided feeling needs to be felt. We need to feel it in order to heal it. Now, it doesn't have to come all together all at once, but it will come in layers. And sometimes those layers are one right after the other. Many of my clients often say, you know, I feel like I just need to cry. I'm like, roll up in a ball and cry. Give yourself permission to cry. Many of them say, if I start crying, I feel like I'll never stop. I promise you, you will stop. It may feel like that in the moment, and I will, I will invite you to surrender into that. There's a lot of grief rising right now. Individual grief, but also collective grief. Grief from generations long before us. Many generations of grief are rising right now generations of different cultures, all the grief and the pain, it's all rising to heal. Now, you don't need to, to feel and process the collective grief. Anything that's not yours, you don't have to process. You can ask it to process outside of your field. But we do need to process this. Mother Earth right now is discharging. And in fact, Mother Earth is actually getting a nice little break. Pollution has decreased since less people are driving, less people on the street. Businesses are shutting down. 
for these quarantine periods. And there's less pollution. In fact, there's a lot of evidence of how the earth is actually improving in such a short time. It's almost like Mother Earth is asked us all to take a break. Nature finds a way. If we're not going to listen, nature finds a way. And maybe the coronavirus is the way to stop us all and create, cause us to pause and tune in. So if you are asked to stay home, if in your area they're asking you to stay home, do your best to stay home. But don't turn off your light. It'd be easy right now, especially those light workers out there, light leaders, to kind of cocoon and turn off the light, close the door, put the close sign up, and that's it. I don't want any of you to do that. I want you to stay home, but keep your light on. And don't just keep it on a little bit. Shine it as bright as you can. And just because we're all at home doesn't mean that we can't have impact. It doesn't mean that we can't illuminate the path for others. So part of the way I do that is through my radio show, my inner circle membership. I, there's a lot of different ways I do this. I work from home. That's, that's just the nature of it for me. But I believe that I've been kind of training my whole life for, for this work and this time. So I have a role to play. We all have a role to play. And all we're asking is for you to do your part. And, you know, they talk about it in the news, you know, do your part, stay at home. I'm like, I'm saying, do your part, play the role that you're meant to play at this time. Stay at home, shine bright, find an outlet, find a way, be open to guidance from your heart. Be open to the creative solutions that come from within, from the, within that deep knowing, that clarity of heart. In your heart, you know, you know what you're meant to do, when you're meant to do it, how you're meant to do it. In the last couple months, since I came home in February, I had to go back to Turks and Caicos, but after February, I've had some really significant health challenges. They all kind of came at this like perfect storm and hit this massive head and I just collapsed. And I'm feeling, starting to feel better because I'm on these remedies and we're clearing some of the pathogens and parasites and stuff that kind of got into my body. But what I'm recognizing is that that perfect storm caused me to pause and take a look at everything. Because right now, I believe there's a big, massive spiritual redirection happening and a huge course correction. And this course correction, this, it's a global course correction, is being orchestrated by the divine in service to Mother Earth, in service to us each individually as well as collectively. And because we're all influenced by every one individual because it feeds into the healing of the whole, 
Everything we do individually feeds into the healing of the whole. We've had to have this big, massive wake-up call. And it's a big, massive course correction. We are at a huge spiritual choice point. A soul choice point that will influence the course of all of our lives, all of humanity, and our experience here on this earth. So what you choose now and in each moment will have impact. No matter how small you believe that choice is, it will have impact. It does have impact. And it will continue to have impact. So I want to share some of the tools that you can do that will help you moving forward. And a couple different perspectives that I tend to hold on to as in my humanness so that I can find peace at that human level and remember how to embody my divinity while embracing my humanness. It's important that we're doing both. We can't escape what's happening on a human level, but we can navigate it from more of a divine level, more of a soul level, from that clarity of heart, that knowing in our heart. So I'm going to take a short break and after the break, we'll come back and I'll share more tools and I'm going to actually go through a daily challenge list for you to help you deal with if you're self-isolating, if you're staying home, here's some things that you can do and anybody actually could do on a daily basis to help you navigate this challenging time. We'll be right back. Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique, unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I'm your host, Sue Dumay. Today, I've been talking about clarity, finding clarity of the heart during this cluster of confusion and chaos in the world. It's a storm of uncertainty right now for a lot of people, and a lot of people don't know where to turn. A lot of people are losing faith, but then a lot of people are actually holding steady and actually finding a renewed sense of faith. And that really excites me. And that's really where I find that we can, we can hit this pivotal tipping point for humanity. And that's really what I'm praying for is for all of us to reach that tipping point and say yes, to say yes to a shift in how we 
live our lives, to say yes to how we treat and we meet others as well as how we engage and experience Mother Earth. So there's a lot of shifts and a lot of changes. It's a grand invitation right now to do things differently. And one thing that's really helped me with the uncertainty of the future, and I, I talk about this a lot in the different episodes, is the ego will work with the past and the future to keep us in fear, to keep us in regret or fear, uncertainty, worry, anxiety. And spirit can only work in the present moment. So our teacher of love, which is spirit, can work with us moment to moment if we are present if we are here and now. But if our minds are wandering and judging the past and or regretting the past or worried about the future, we won't be in the present moment. So the ego uses the past and future to keep us out of being present in the here and now. One thing that the ego really does is create these doom and gloom, worst case scenarios, what if, all these kinds of things that really feed the fear and worry about the future, what the future holds or what it doesn't hold. And right now, there's a lot of doom and gloom and uncertainty about the future. Well, how, how is life going to be once we're even on the other side of this? And, and that's a really great question, but it's not a question we can answer. Not a question we can answer right now. So all we can do is take it moment by moment. And we can have these thoughts and we can, sometimes we need to kind of go into those what if scenarios to, to quiet the mind. Sometimes we need to give the space for fear to be expressed and released so that we can actually let it go instead of letting it run around in our minds like a big storm and circle back around and around and around like we're running on a hamster wheel. So. There's times where I let my clients and members go into the story and I actually help them express some of the fear so they can come to the other side of it and open up to a new possibility. One of, those, one of the tools that I found really helpful, especially with future worries, is shifting the thought or idea into, I do not know what the future holds. Because even if you think you know, we don't know what it holds. So for example, right now, I'm sure a lot of you had some different plans for March and February and March and April even. I'm sure many of you had different ideas of what would happen. And up until now, there was no reason that these regular kind of day-to-day -day things wouldn't happen the way you had planned. So you had the illusion that you knew what the future held in February and March or even April. Now we don't. There's so much uncertainty because things that were routine or habit or certain in our minds are now uncertain. So one thing that I've said to myself that I repeat often is I do not know what the future holds. I only know what this moment holds. And in this moment, I feel, I am, fill in the blank. I do not know what the future holds. What that does is takes that point of weakness of worry and fear about the future away from the ego. And it eliminates it at the level of the mind so that the mind can get in sync 
with the knowing in the heart. I do not know what the future holds. I only know what this moment holds. What that allows you to do is come present to what is, here and now. And sometimes when we become present to what is here and now, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good necessarily. So we may be in fear, we may be in worry and anxiety. We may be feeling some physical pain that suddenly we become aware of and it feels like it's magnified. With our awareness, it magnifies, but it's always that big. We've just been ignoring it or soothing it or denying it or numbing it out or distracting ourselves from it. So it brings us present here and now because life is occurring now. Life is not occurring in the past. It's not occurring in the future. It's occurring here and now. In fact, there is no future. There's only moments. There's only moments that we experience as now. So the future is an illusion or a projection of what may or may not happen. And we don't know what the future holds. That's the truth. On a human level, we do not know. On a soul level, we do. At the level of the divine, we have a knowing and an understanding. And if we can tap into that knowing, then we will find deep peace. Deep peace and deep trust. So the words, I do not know what the future holds. I only know what this moment holds. And then we stop and check in, pause. And in this moment, I feel, whatever it is, I feel sad, I feel angry, I feel worried, I feel concerned, whatever it is, I feel rage, I feel grief. Just be with how you feel in that moment and be present to the feelings to experience them. Feelings are emotions and energy in motion. They're meant to be felt and expressed and released, not held. Nature doesn't hold on to emotions. We see animals, they have a little scrap, they walk away, they shake it off, and off they go. They don't talk about it with their other, you know, cat friends. Did you see that cat? Did you see what he did? They move on. They, they literally release it by shaking it off, and they walk away. If we could learn to feel our emotions, to process them, to move through them, to express them the way they're meant to be expressed, we could actually move through these emotions a lot quicker. And in fact, the emotion of anger can be felt within 10 to 15 seconds, and we could actually release it and be clear. That's how easy it is. Sounds simple, not always easy. So, my invitation is feel what you feel when you feel it. Pause and check in. I do not know what the future holds. I only know what this moment holds. And in this moment, I feel or I am. I am worried. I am sitting, breathing. I am here. I am bored. Whatever it is, it just is. Accept it all. Accept all that is. And in the deep level of acceptance and deep surrender for what is. That's when 
new guidance can come in. That's when our heart can really speak to us. That's when the spirit can actually really guide us and give us these course corrections and these new directions, these spiritual redirections. I've had many. I, I feel like my whole life has been shifted, turned on a dime. All these things that I was moving toward in my business and in my life suddenly have shifted. And the more I tune into my heart, the more clear I get. And the more I try and figure out in my head, the more confused I get. So I surrender everything I think I know, everything I think I don't know, and I drop into the knowing in my heart. And I ask my heart for guidance. Show me the way. Spirit, guide me, direct me, lead me. Only you know. Because at that level of the divine, that's me connecting to my source. That's me connecting to my spirit, my soul, my divinity. So at a human level, we don't know. So I want to look at, a ch I'm going to give you a daily challenge. Six things I wrote down here. The first thing is every morning, I'm going to invite you to take a pause. When you open your eyes, take five deep breaths, close your eyes and imagine dropping your awareness from your head into your heart space. And in your heart, ask for an intention to focus on for that day. So the words you can use when you're breathing and you're in your heart is like, what is my intention for today? And you may get one word or two words or a phrase or a quote. Just go with the first thing that pops into your mind. So if the first thing that pops into your mind is love, then focus on love that day. I often pick angel cards. I usually pick three, and that's my focus for the day. So you can either pick an angel card or you can just pick and allow the words to come into your heart space. So every morning, set an intention from the heart, not the head, not what you think you should do. What is your heart? intention. Number two, find at least one thing to be grateful for. And you can do this at the end of the day if you want to look back and look at one or one to three things that you're feeling grateful for. Or you can do that anytime throughout the day. You can even be grateful all day long if you want. Find one thing per hour if you really want to stretch the challenge. But gratitude opens the mind and opens the heart to receive and allow. Now, it's one thing to just talk about what you're grateful for. It's another to feel it. So you have to feel the gratitude, the energy of gratitude. Let that expand so that increases your vibrational attunement to gratitude. Gratitude is a very high vibrational energy and emotion. So one thing at least that you're grateful for each day. Number three, my third challenge, is for you to meditate every day for at least 11 minutes, 11 seconds. Don't ask me why 11-11. There's a lot of reasons I could do a whole radio show on 11-11. For now, that's what the guidance came in. Meditate for 11 minutes, 11 seconds. Set a timer on your phone, on a device, and close your eyes and breathe. If you don't know how to meditate, close your eyes and breathe. That's meditation. If your mind is busy, Close your eyes and watch your thoughts. Observe them like you're watching a movie. That's meditation. 
meditation is many, many different forms. I did a whole 100 day meditation challenge a while back. I might actually kind of revisit that and throw something out there for you guys in the next little while for those of you, especially that are homebound right now. There's tons of different ways to meditate. You could just breathe and close your eyes and say, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. That's meditation. You can breathe in calm and exhale anxiety. Breathe in love and exhale fear. That's a form of meditation. So a lot of people are like, I don't know how to meditate. You just need to get still, close your eyes and breathe. There's even walking meditation, but we're not gonna go there yet. Just stop and pause and breathe for 11 minutes, 11 seconds. See what happens every day. Number four, move your body in a way that feels good, that sparks joy, that brings peace, whatever it is for you. So that might be walking, that might be yoga, that might be a dance break, put on some music and have a little dance break at home. Whatever it is for you, move your body one way or another in a way that feels good, that feels like it's nurturing. Because a lot of times people will force or push and kind of go beyond that edge of where you really need to, to be moving your body. So the invitation to, for me, for the, what I'm giving you for this challenge is to actually to find something that actually feels good, that sparks joy, that brings your body peace. It almost, in a way that, that your body is kind of saying, thank you for that. Thank you for moving me that way. So for me, that's just a quick yoga practice that I do. It's a quick little flow. It takes me 10 minutes every day. When I do that, my body says, thank you. If I miss one day, I, I feel it. My body is like, wait a minute, I feel it. So it's that, that's one non-negotiable practice that I have. So when I've been, lately, when I've been feeling really sick and I've been on the couch, I haven't had that motivation to get up and do the practice. I definitely have felt the difference. And in those days where I can, I'll get off and I'll, and I'll do some yoga stretching. Maybe not my traditional kind of routine, but any kind of movement at that point, anything I can do to move my body where it says thank you is a gift. Do at least one kind thing towards self. Actually, let's say it this way. Say one kind thing to self. Every day, I want you to say one kind thing to you. And if you could do that looking in the mirror, that would be great take on the challenge that way. If not, at least say one kind thing to yourself every day. Say one kind thing to you, do one kind thing for another. Say and do. Say one kind thing for you, do one kind thing for another. Now, if you're self-isolating, you're at home, that kindness can look like sending somebody a love note by email or a message commenting on somebody's post, sharing somebody's post, telling someone how they have impacted you, expressing your love for someone and appreciation for someone. Recently, I had uh, a member reach out and just say how much my radio show recently had really helped her 
and helped her shift perspective and bring her peace. And that was like, I just, it was so good to feel because at that point, my, my ego is really kind of dancing between like, throw everything away, get rid of everything and quit everything and walk away. And then the guidance comes in is like, no, just let these pieces go. Hold on to these pieces. They're meant to be. So when I receive those messages, especially at this point, they're anchors for me. So even the people that appear the strongest in your life, reach out and say something kind. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Tell them how much their actions or little things, you know, make a difference in your life. And I'm doing that more with, with my husband in particular right now, especially since I've been really kind of feeling ill. He's really stepped up and done some different things for me in different ways he's supporting me. And I've, I've noticed it and I'm starting to tell him that and say that, that I'm noticing it and I'm appreciating it. And I can see that it's actually helping him. So when we have an expression of kindness and doing at least one kind thing for another, it not only helps us, but it's, it really kind of feeds other people in a way that we can't even begin to imagine. And there's a lot of people reaching out and being kind right now. And despite some of the stories that you see of people doing the opposite, there's a lot more people being kind right now. And compassion and understanding is really what the world needs right now. So that's my challenge for you. That's five things. And then the sixth thing is just do one thing different today. Do one thing different. And it can be as simple as if you get up and you brush your teeth and then have a shower, maybe you have a shower and then brush your teeth. If you're at home and you're self-isolating, change things up, change those habits, do one thing different, change the order, change the circumstances. Maybe you brush your teeth standing on one leg. I don't know. Find something different. Do something different. Break those habits, especially those unconscious habits. Do something different. Now, how can I support you? in in this whole challenge there's a lot of different ways you've got life by divine radio show there's almost 80 episodes i believe maybe even more than 80 now i think there's just under 80 you can go back and listen to any of the episodes you can go to any of your favorite podcast platforms and download them and keep them on your device you don't even need wi-fi to do it once you download them you've got them Go back and listen to some of the episodes. Use the ones that, that really stand out for you. Go to those ones first. Or you can start from day one and go through all of them if you're just starting to listen to these radio shows now. But each time you listen, there'll be something different in it for you. So understand that there's a lot of depth to these episodes. And when I'm channeling messages, you'll receive the message you need at that time. And then you may listen again, and then there's a deeper message that comes in because then you're ready to hear that. And you're, you sometimes even might wonder how you missed it in the first place. So check that out. On YouTube, if you like videos, my YouTube channel is, is there, Sue Dume. Just search my name and you'll find it. 
and on the YouTube channel, I have all the radio show episodes, a lot of them by video as well. So if you want to see me talking, I record the videos when I do the radio show a lot of times. There's the Heart Yes gift set on my website. It's a free, you get the free Heart Yes check-in tool. You can download that. You have a Love Deeply Now meditation, which is 45 minutes of just scrumptious channeling message meditation, vibrationally attuned with love. It helps you process some of the density and align with love. It's actually quite scrumptious. I've listened to it before myself as well. There's the Ego Game of Opposites free streaming version when you sign up for the Heart Yes gift set as well. And you also get my weekly blessing. Now, I haven't sent the blessing out weekly recently because I've been feeling quite ill. So I've had to really kind of step back from some of the work I'm doing. But I'm getting back. I'm getting back on track. So the lesson, the blessing is a lesson plus a blessing. So each week you get that by email. And that's available for free. Just go to the website, heartledliving.com. Click on Heart Yes Gift Set and off you go. The Abundance Breakthrough Experience is a four-week program with audio, and I'm going to add some videos now as well. Just in the next week or two, I'm going to add those videos. And it's basically a program. It's worth $197 or more. What I'm offering right now is pay what brings you peace. I've been offering that for a while, but I haven't really advertised it. So just go to that site, Abundance Breakthrough Experience, if you want to learn how to break through abundance, how to move through your money blocks, become aware of what's actually stopping you and blocking you from living abundantly, then that is a great program and you can pay what brings you peace, however much that is. And then I'm also offering 50% off the Intuition Academy mentoring experience for 10 new students starting in April. So if you're curious about that, you can go to the Intuition Academy page on my website. And one other offer, I'm, I've actually changed the membership. There's no more longer three levels of membership. I'm doing an inner circle healing experience and membership. So I'm just going to work with one core group and we're going to go deep and it's going to be intimate. And I'm doing 30% off that. It's The price is changing and shifting. So I'm going to keep it at that 30% off level right now. If you feel like you're meant to work with me, I'm meant to be one of your mighty companions, then that's another way that we can work together. So my intention is always about sharing what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear, empowering you instead of enabling you, and being that mighty companion who can celebrate your miracles with you and call you on your stuff when you need it and really challenge you to shine as bright as you can by removing all of the obstacles that stop you from being the clearest channel in the world today because the world needs you to really open up your heart and be the light leader be the light worker be the healer be that conscious soul be that example of love be love in action right now that's what the world needs and we're all capable of it sometimes we just need help so reach out for support. I'm here. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. Until next week, love and blessing. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community 
at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.